The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. Which is a beautiful feast day that we celebrate each and every year and the last Sunday of ordinary time before we head into the Advent season. Really the beauty of the liturgical year and the beauty of celebrating these different feasts and, and having 
the lectionary where we read the same readings on the same Sundays and same weekdays and is that there's always something new. There's always a new way that that message can land in our hearts. Because our hearts are always kind of in a new place. Our heart's always in a new place. And this year, we're like, what place is our heart in? Because we're going to celebrate this Advent season like we've never celebrated it before in lots of different ways. And I've talked to lots of people and, and asked them, you know, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? And, and they say, well, our plan is to just stay home, Father. You know, usually we go and gather with our family, but, you know, we're being more careful right now. We're also celebrating this Advent season in a time of great confusion and everything just seems off kilter. Whether that's the kind of off kilter on the national level or the local level or the church level. And all of that is an invitation to us to reflect more deeply on this particular feast day when we celebrate our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the universe, because we're invited to ask ourselves this question, like, is Christ my King? Is he my King? Do I believe that he is the one who can deliver me? Do I believe that he is the one that can sort out all my problems? Do I believe that he is the one that is guiding the church, our parish, our country? Do I really believe that he can make all things new? Because if I believe that, nothing can shake my heart. Nothing can shake me. Because our Lord is unshakable. And there's an opportunity to approach him and to approach this Advent season where we're going to celebrate his coming at the end of time and, and look at, are we really prepared for our final judgment? We're going to celebrate his coming at Christmas, but most of all, we try to prepare him to come into our own hearts and in our lives and reign there. And we might even have the opportunity to turn to him in a kind of desperation. Like, I've, I've tried all the other solutions and nothing's working, so I have to place my heart in your hands. You know, and as the holiday season comes up, and we might be celebrating that with more distance, there's also an invitation there. to look at things in a new way. Now, this year, we had Thanksgiving plans in my own family, and my sister and her family were, were gonna come for Thanksgiving at my brother's in Iowa. And, uh, and they've only really come 
this way a couple of times in the last 15 years or so. And I was really looking forward to being with them. And, and my, my stepmom was also going to come. And we were all going to gather with my brother and his wife and her family. And, and then you know, everybody canceled. And they're all staying home. And, it, and it's given me an opportunity to reflect on the fact that I'm going to miss them. And if I miss them, that means I really love them. Because the measure that we miss somebody is also the measure that we love them. And if I love them, I really appreciate them. And I need to tell them that. I need to tell them that. Because sometimes we can, we can sort of let those words go unspoken, and this is especially an opportunity to be able to speak those words. And to just allow ourselves to, to express the fact that like, we miss people. Like the whole time that, that we've been living in this pandemic, for, for me personally, has also been a time of reflecting on like what it means to be in relationship with Jesus. I've been stationed at St. John's in Lincoln up until now. And, uh, and there's three priests in the rectory and only like, you know, two or three masses a day or on Sundays. And so there really wasn't anything for me to do other than to pray. And I would offer mass by myself almost every day, which made me have to reflect on. Uh, like there's something here for me too. Like, like, saying Mass isn't simply something I do for the sake of the people, but it's for me, too. And our Lord is something for me, too. And that seems obvious, but maybe I'd forgotten that. And there were times of great loneliness and isolation and, and, uh, and just missing people. So over the last couple of weeks, I've been living in the rectory here, which has been an amazing gift for me. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm staying until June, at least. But like last night, uh, Father Dewar had the mass and, and we're in the sacristy and he was like, so are we having dinner? And and then after Mass, we had dinner, and we invited Father Vandeball from Weston came over, and we all, like, spent time together. And, and there was something really good in that, and I just really appreciated that. In a way that maybe I wouldn't have appreciated it before. Because when there's a longing in our heart for someone, there's more joy when we actually encounter them. And when there's a longing in our heart for our Lord, and that longing in our heart for someone who cares, somebody who's going to take care of us, somebody who's going to lead us, somebody who's just going to make everything okay. And our Lord shows up in our life. There's something more. The psalm that we read at today's Mass, the 23rd Psalm, it wasn't written, I don't think, for people in a time of abundance. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
That's a prayer that we should pray when we actually are wanting. When we don't have enough money or or we don't have like the things that we wish we had or we don't have the conveniences that we wish we had. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Like our Lord is sufficient for me. He's enough for me. I need to turn my life over to him. And this whole Advent season that's coming will be a time for us to reflect on what it, have I really turned my life over to our Lord? Do, do I really trust that he is the king of the universe? Do I really surrender myself to him? Or do I still look for other things? Do I still look for political leaders? Do I still look for like, entertainment to like, pacify me? Do I still look at alcohol? Do I still look at like, whatever the thing is that we look, hand our heart over to instead of our Lord? In the gospel, it says that the sheep will be separated from the goats and that they'll be known by their works of mercy. But what happens before that is where we place our heart. We could also say that the sheep are the ones who place their heart in the hands of the shepherd. And the goats are the ones who place their heart in the hands of the world or who are afraid of placing their heart in anyone's hands. And who is our refuge? Because our Lord, our Lord is our model. And in Jesus' own life, at his worst moments, he always went to the Father. And he always knew the Father was there. And he always placed his heart in the hands of the Father. From the cross, he says, into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. And that's what he calls each and every one of us to do is in the midst of the struggles and the trials and the confusion of our own life to place our our heart in our Lord's hands and say, into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. I'm going to let you take care of me. I trust that you can do this. And let ourselves hear him say to us, it's going to be okay. I've got you. I've got you. Those are the most reassuring words from like a fellow soldier when I was in the army. I've got you. And those are the words our Lord speaks to us from the cross. Those are the words our Lord speaks to us in our hearts every time we receive him in the Eucharist. Every time we go to confession, I've got you. And as we celebrate Thanksgiving this week, it's a time that we might reflect on the ways in which our Lord has had us throughout our lives and will continue to take care of us and to express our gratitude for that. To reflect on, do I really make him the king of my heart? Am I, am I turning to him right away in the morning when I wake up and, and asking him for help with my day? Do I turn to him at night as I go to bed and just 
reflect on my day, asking his forgiveness for whatever didn't go so well. Lord, forgive me because I you know, wasn't really good to that one person who stopped me after Mass or, or whatever. And just asking him to help us to be better tomorrow. So our own hearts, as they continue to change each day, they continue to be more and more open to him and surrendered to his life, surrendered to his grace, surrendered to his mercy, surrendered to his kingship. That we may truly be joyful witnesses that are stable and secure and sound because we know that we belong to Christ the King. We know that we always remain in his gaze.